Hello and welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's time to talk sports once again during my personally favorite time to talk sports. The NFL season just kicking off. So much going on. I'm so excited, and so should you be, to talk sports with us. Me being Jason, that being Polly. How's it going, guys? And that being Ben. What's up, everybody? It's time to get into it. It is Saturday. Saturday, September (laughs) the 13th. It's, yeah, no, it's a Tuesday. Yeah, Saturday would be great. It's, no. (laughs) Oh, it is Wednesday. Wednesday, You're right. Yeah. Sorry, I got confused because my work schedule. We're close to the weekend. My work schedule was different this week. We're getting closer to the weekend. Yes. To be be fair, to be fair. To be fair, it's my Friday. So. Oh no! I'm, yeah, yeah. Oof. All right. Well, show's <laughs> over with. Yeah. For gloating, yeah. Paulie, it's it. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> but before we finish, let's quick talk oh, some yeah, sports. Sorry. Yeah. Let's quick talk yeah. some sports before we finish. Uh, we've All got right. uh, U.S. Open tennis uh, just finished up. We've got some FIBA basketball just finished up for some teams. Uh, we've got the MLB still going strong, and then we've got the NFL just kicking off. So, Polly, take us away. What happened? Oh, do we have some sports to talk with you guys about? Yes, we do. But uh, briefly, we're going to wrap up uh, two tournaments that just finished. Uh, the U.S. Open, uh, jo- Jovac no- Novak Djokovic. Oh, I like the other way. Yeah, no, I was just thinking. I never <laughs> heard that actually. Let's call it the other way now from now on. Jovac Nokovic. <laughs> yes. All right. I love it. Uh, He's the Joker. 24th major of his career. <laughs> uh, yeah. Surpassing uh, Nadal by two and Federer by uh, four now. 36 years old, the oldest major champion. Doesn't look like he's done. I mean, he's probably no. got a few more in him before he hangs it up. Can he get to 27, 28? I don't see why not. Yeah, what, what, there's what's not he a whole lot you can say. What's he at now? Again? There's not a 20... whole lot you can say about him that hasn't been 24. Said. I think he just got right. Was that 24? 24, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's gonna be competing only like... four more in a couple of years to be. Yeah. Yeah, he he could he could hit 30. Let's just be real here. He could hit 30. That could yeah. happen. I don't right. I don't think he will, but he's going to be contending for like if you take like even if he wins 28, he'll have contended for two more. You know what I mean? Like so it's just yeah. like he could potentially win 30 majors. That's that's Dumb. It depends on that young <laughs> talent, how fast they can, you know, yeah, yeah, put him out the t- pasture or, down, or he puts uh, himself Dan- out the pasture. Mm-hmm. Took down Dan- Daniel Medvedev, uh, one yep. of those young talents that we've been talking about. Uh, he's got, I know, at least one uh, already, but yeah. And then on the other side, we had uh, Coco Goffwood, we had talked about last week. Domination. Uh, took mm. down. Elena Savalenka, 
I believe is how you yep. pronounce it. Or the field. You could just say the field. Yeah. yeah. She took down the field. Yeah. For her first of probably not her last major. Mm-hmm. So you have two kind of ends of the spectrum. Real quickly, guys, because we got a lot of stuff to get to. Anything that hasn't been mentioned that we need to? I mean... Well, I we got a young rising star and then the goat that's still going. Yeah, I mean, Coco Goff sort of looked like a Williams sister out there the way she yep. was playing. Like, mm-hmm. I, I, I hate, like, I don't want to just yeah. throw that out there because I know what that means, but <laughs> I haven't seen anybody wipe the floor with a field like that since Serena in back in the day, you know? Well, not even back in the day. Mm-hmm. She was still doing that like six years ago you know what i mean though mm-hmm. yeah i thought even her like uh you know telling the judge kind of how she felt in that second round match you know like a, you know i'm going the right speed you know kind of voicing her peer opinion very much like the williams sisters mm-hmm. did back you know back when they played so yeah i felt like the same thing i'm like this is like the second coming of you know u.s women's tennis is going through mm-hmm. coco Goss for sure yep um, and I feel like she can, she's 19, right? Yep. So, I mean, she's dominating at 19. <laughs> so, yeah. We're not even in the prime yet Mm-mm. of her career. So uh, it's, it's only going to be up. I, I mean, I don't want to look at, you know, too far ahead in the magic eight ball or the crystal ball or whatever, but yeah, I think she's going to have a really, really great career. A lot of made, she's going to win a lot of, you know, major tournaments for sure. Yeah, I mean, how, as long as she stays healthy, it certainly looks mm-hmm. like it. So, all right, uh, wrap up tennis for the year. Uh, come back. We'll be back in January with the Australian Open. See what happens there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason, uh-huh. do you want to briefly rem- uh, lament? Uh, this uh, U.S. squad that you were so high on? Yeah, well, I mean, I was high on the concept is the thing. Like, I like the idea of, you know, we can't get the LeBrons. We can't get the Durants, you know. So we're going to bring in. Well, just, just, like, yeah, yeah, I'm getting there. Uh-huh. Don't worry. Don't worry. <laughs> like, we can't now get those ball, guys. Jason. So Right? <laughs> so, yeah, we're, yeah. Yeah, I think they listened to our podcast from a couple weeks ago. I was talking about it. <laughs> well, they always do. Yeah, obviously. That's where they got the idea. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah. you know, they couldn't get these guys, <laughs> so they bring in these young dudes, like the, quote, future of the NBA, which is the smallish big man, these hyper-athletic dudes the with couple, you know – you know, sprinkle in like a, a dash of sharpshooters and like slashers and stuff like that. And that's, that's American basketball right now that you, and I don't think anybody can argue that like that's American yeah. basketball, like the, whether or not these guys are the best basketball players in the, in America or in the United States, I obviously not, but were they is this squad the image of what american basketball is today yes and quite frankly it's just 
they're it's great it's still great it's still american basketball still one of the best brands of basketball but maybe it's not the best brand of basketball anymore maybe a european brand of basketball is kind of coming up and saying hey we have a you know a different strategy we don't need the we don't have the hyper athleticism but we have the you know yeah like maybe like uh Maybe like uh, we're kind of like the and one freestyle over in America, USA basketball, and they're kind of more like no, you kind of have to go back to the base, like the basics. Yes. Uh, stick to your like, kind of stick to a game plan instead of being like, go out there and get it in. You know, <laughs> they see US basketball, get it in there somehow, whatever way it could be, magical, creative, boring, but get it in. Um, and I feel like, yeah, the, those other uh, teams that we almost lost to or did lose to was just more of that traditional style of old school basketball mm-hmm. so yeah i feel like you hit it right in the head and, and you know i oh, i wish i could remember who who said this but there was a guy talking about and he's like a famous basketball guy some coach i, I don't know i wish i could remember but he was saying like how particularly eastern european basketball the the culture there it's it's hungry like there's like the way that american basketball used to be when it was like kids trying to get somewhere out of nowhere right you remember that whole uh narrative yep it, it's not as prevalent as it used yep. to oh, be yeah. but like it it definitely you remember like late 90s early 2000s that was a thing well, these kids were hungry and they came out of nowhere and like Derrick Rose and shit and just like the, and then that's just kind of waned because like the whole pro sports in America has become so crazy. Whereas in Eastern Europe, this has, it's become big enough there now where the, these cultures are starting to get that hunger and that's becoming their way out of these, you know, formerly war-torn nations, still war-torn nations over there. Yeah. That, it's like a lot of kids in America, too, in a way. Exactly. Yes. Like, so mm-hmm. that whole brand of basketball, they're, it's, they're just playing it their way. And they're becoming what we, what the, you know, what uh, United States basketball, basketball for survival was. almost. Yeah. Right. It's, and that's the survival. way it was for a lot of people here in this country mm-hmm. decades ago. It's kind of that way to this day. over there and still to this day, you know, like it's becoming yeah. that way over there too. So there's just yeah. better basketball being played all over the world. And, Which is great for all of us. <laughs> yes, because yeah, we get to see you know our young talent get <laughs> kind of housed, you know, in in a relative <laughs> sense. We, they should have. We expect our teams to go out there and win every game. Let's face it, you know, by for by bas- in basketball, by we invented the sport. We're supposed yeah. to go out there, and our C team should crush any other country's team right like that's the the perspective the mentality but now 
that didn't happen. So now we've got LeBron going, okay, we're going to go and show them exactly what exactly United States basketball is out about. You ready? So it's going to be LeBron. It's going to be Steph Curry. It's going to be Kevin Durant. We are literally going to have the Reed Dream. Dream's coming. Max, they are all Jordan. They are like Barkley. They're like f this. We're taking it back. Oh yeah. I'll show you kids how it's done. That's what they're saying. I'm gonna call it the Reed Dream team. That is what I'm calling this team right now. I don't know what the media and they're gonna settle on whatever, but. Just I've, know well, right to the now, podcast and then probably yeah. use that, Jason. It's so copyright that or patent his fast. Yeah, game. it's the redream team. <laughs> I've heard re-dream that. I've team. heard a couple different names. Uh, do you guys remember uh, 2006? The embar- the embarrassment. Yeah, uh, and then we team. had the redeem team. Yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah, it, the redeem it, team. It yep. kind of has that similar feeling to it. That's going to happen next year in Paris. Yeah, we'll see. Is... We'll see. We'll see what happens. This is what they're saying now. We'll see who's playing in Paris next year because yeah. there's a lot more uh, contracts that <laughs> these guys have signed that says they're not playing in these tournaments. So we will see what actually happens, I think. Yeah, but if you're LeBron James, are you really going to tell the Lakers that you're not playing in the Olympics? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I don't – I mean, we'll see, but I uh, – we'll see. I don't I, – I mean, you can – I wouldn't do it if I was LeBron, but – um, yeah, we'll see, I guess. Laurent has a lot of power, but again, there's contracts involved that has things in there that says they can't do it. Again, they can get that changed, but well, yeah. I think we'll Le- see. I think LeBron will do it because he wants to prove he's better than Michael Jordan. So he's going to try to make that's why this is the redream team. He's going to try to recreate because if you think about it in nineteen ninety eight when we had the dream team, or was it ninety six? Ninety two. Ninety sorry, Jesus Christ. Was, uh, <laughs> decades ago, 1992, when we had the Dream Team, <laughs> those guys were not like necessarily in their prime. Like they were. Oh, no, they're all they're all a little bit something over. Years old, like probably. like <laughs> in in their prime, but at the end of their, you know, like yeah. they weren't. Well, I mean, Mag- Magic was coming back from HIV. Yeah, Bird had mm-hmm. a back that he couldn't even walk. So exactly, and then they had Christian Lehner. But like they, they <laughs> had all these guys that were the best a few years ago. Really, just like at the, twi- like the twilight of their physical prime and at the peak of their like ecumenical prime, if that's a word, like their their yeah. intellectual prime. So, yeah, like, sure. they're just, yeah. like, prime basketball players and just went out and absolutely just trucked everybody. Like, yeah. that's... Well, again, an all-NBA team versus... Back then, it was all-NBA team versus maybe, maybe one NBA person on your yeah. team. <laughs> and then everybody else is just, hey, come down to the gym and try out and see if you guys want to play in the Olympics. Um, but, no, it's just like... Uh, yeah, now it's just like those teams, though, you know, like Germany and all of them, they've had, they usually have like two, three, four, maybe five NBA players on the team. So it is a little bit more. Yeah, uh, but I mean, know, they have. Going their way, but. They have again, Schroeder all, have and Wagner. So. Like Germany. And Daniel Tice. They, have, they got other people. Yeah. I'm, I'm, 
Well, did you see what he scored in that game? I mean, he he was for sure prevalent. No uh, matter if he's not good in the NBA or not, he was an NBA player and he made us look like garbage. So. Right. I'm just saying, in terms of like NBA rosters and stuff, this guy isn't next, you know, making an impact or anything like that. It's just they Only just for played better country, ball. Though. They just played yeah. better ball, like straight up. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, there wasn't anything about proving anything it's just they're playing their style of ball you know mm-hmm. like us it's we have to always it's always like one step above you know just playing the game so yeah well I th- I, going back to your point there jason uh i think that's one of the differences now is the u.s team generally doesn't i mean yes they are playing for gold but these other countries are playing for pride. I mean, you take down the U.S. That's yeah. something that you're always going to remember. So, and it's, it's huge. that's a well, and that's a thing I think more in basketball than any other sport of the major sports. Like when you're the top dog, like you're hunted. Like that's a prevalent in every sport, obviously. But yep. like baseball, there's too many games where that to really be a huge deal. And football. Well, there is the World Baseball Classic, though, which right now, since we lost, all the all the big baseball players, just like the NBA players, are saying they're going to play in that next time. Well, I'm just to saying the point. So well, I'm just saying it's like the same thing, though. It's like our baseball team is very yes. to dominate pretty much everything, and now it's the same thing. We lost too early in our minds, and they're doing the same thing. Nope, we're sending out everybody this yeah. time, yeah. to win it. You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, and I'm just yeah. saying, like, uh, I guess in American pro sports terms, like baseball, oh, sure. there's too many games for it to be a huge deal, and in in football, you don't always play the top dog every year, depending on your schedule makeup, because there's too few games. Yeah. But basketball, like, you play every team, and it might only be a few times, and but you play every team. So if you're the Lakers, the LeBron Lakers, you're getting everybody's best shot, presumably. I guess these days, uh, now that I say it, these days with things like load management and crap like that, who knows if you're getting every team's best shot every game. Yeah, they they changed but, that rule today. I don't know if you saw that, but we'll oh. talk about it another time. Oh, okay, yeah. I did yeah, not see that. But... Load management has been more severe than it was before, so... All right, well, we, yeah, we'll touch on that when I can actually look into it, but... Yeah, that's uh, when you're in in basketball, it just seems to be a bigger deal. Like if you're the top dog, people can gun for you and you you're vulnerable. Like, bam, USA just (laughs) Germany's like, nope, go home means, you know, let the rest of the world figure out who the best basketball team is. USA can go home. And that's and then then even the even the third place game that a lot of people thought was going to be the championship game against Canada. Mm-hmm. Those Canadian, I mean, that Canadian team. Pretty good too. Oh, that ballers. Yeah. 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 We talked about that last week. Yep. Yeah. You, Cause they got Shay and then, you know, everybody uh, like RJ, a lot of other people surrounding him, but yeah, there's a guy, they got a lot of good and, players in Canada. Yeah. And role players too, like Kelly Olenek and stuff like that, where it's mm-hmm. just like dudes who will, just play their position, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We'll see uh, what happens. Yeah. Yes. Uh, again, we have uh, Paris coming up next year. We'll see who's on the team. We'll see if the U.S. can 
bounce back on the world stage, but we have to move on because yes. uh, we need to uh, talk some baseball real briefly because we're getting down to the end of the season now. Uh, ben, how are how is the this Brewers team looked in the last week since we last talked? Start there. Um. Well, I mean, they're they've gone five and five in the last ten, so they've been even. But again, they have a four game lead over the Cubs, so Cubs are losing two. Uh, we're still streaking out some wins. We're eighty one and sixty four, so a very good winning percentage right now overall. Uh, again, I feel like we can still keep this division and take it as ours. Um, so, I mean, they're on track. Just hopefully those bats uh, kind of perk up again today. It was uh, a, uh, They put a donut on the scoreboard. So uh, that kind of was out of, out of the ordinary now since we've been scoring so much. But, um, yeah, they brought up Josh Donaldson from AAA, which – I thought at first was what the hell are you guys doing? Because he's batting 142 this year and batting 176 in AAA, but he's actually panned out the last couple games. He's got a home run and he's got three hits. I think three out of ten. So he's got batting 300 up here. So that was a good uh, a grab, I guess. Uh, you know, a guy who's uh, the Yankees won't even want, which is kind of weird because uh, they want everybody right now. Uh, that we pick that we pick him up and he's starting to produce. So um, yeah, just uh, I don't know how many games we got left. I think last time I said we had twenty five, so I'm assuming we're probably around like eighteen left, roughly. So coming down the wire here. Uh, but yeah, the Brewers are still keeping on track. Uh, the pitching has been phenomenal. Um, I do think I just saw a stat that Corbin Burns and Brandon Woodruff are the two only pitchers in MLB history to go back-to-back to have eight or more innings with no one runs or something like that and one or less hits or something, I think was the actual. Yeah, one or less hits. So, again, the pitching has wow. been phenomenal. Freddie, Freddie Peralta has been phenomenal. Uh, just got to keep that going and keep those bats going. Uh, one, so. one game I did want to mention, I believe it was on Sunday. Was that the – Saturday or Sunday, the uh, no-hitter that they had going against the Yankees? That was Sunday, yes. Sunday, okay. Did both teams had, have no-hitters going? I didn't know. Okay. Just the Brewers. Just the Brewers. Yeah, just Corbin Burns had that okay. going. And then, and then he got came out after innings. And then they kept it going for like 10 and two-thirds. So, yeah, it was going on for a long time, uh, that no-hitter. Yeah, they just barely – I thought they were going to sweep the Yankees, but – yeah, they couldn't pull out that last that last game, but the Yankees look terrible. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, the schedule, I think we the only thing is, yeah, we have one off day left uh, the whole rest of the year. So, you know, that's Ooh. a that's a, a pretty substantial thing. But, again, we have, you know, the Marlins tomorrow still. You know, we are if we win tomorrow, that's three out of four against the Marlins. And then we got the Nationals. Cardinals, Marlins, Cardinals, Cubs. So our uh, schedule not here exactly at the end a murderer's row schedule. Pretty no. great compared to mostly every other schedule in the last ten years. The last two or three weeks have been just brutal. So <laughs> yeah, we have a really good shot to just keep that rolling. I think the magic number is fourteen right now. Okay. Uh, to get in, 
to the playoffs and win it. Yeah, win they the have a so. 99% chance on ESPN to make the playoffs. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, and that, yeah. And then uh, briefly going through the rest of the league, uh, yeah. Dodgers basically clinched. Braves, I believe, clinched tonight. Yeah, they did. Um, it's, they got a Y next turn and they clinched. Yeah. Uh, the twins, They're the only team that's clinched so far. The Twins are going to clinch in a couple days. Uh, that AL race between the Orioles and the Rays is still going down to the wire. Uh, our Mariners have fallen off a little bit. I believe they're four and ten in the last, or four and six in the last yes. ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, so they're, they're struggling third now. a little bit. But that's Texas bad. is Texas lost Scherzer, so that could be a yeah. yeah that was the Mariners that was a right back up there. They're still in the wild yeah. card too. Like they're they're that too. Yeah. Oh, sitting yeah. in the yeah. playoffs. Got to right get in. Now. Yep, they gotta just got to get in. So yeah, not much has changed there. Uh, but we're gonna wrap up uh, baseball because yeah, we have to talk uh, these huge both college and uh, NFL season. We're going to start with uh, briefly with college. Uh, Jason, do you want to get us started on the uh, introduce us here? Two, oh, you must mean the 2003 Walnut Sports Network football week two or three, depending <laughs> on college two's or three. pros. Two's <laughs> <last> three. <laughs> <laughs> review you'll never preview. know <laughs> review yes right, so, there it is there. review so just, preview that's what you gotta call it yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh just a few dms i want to touch on in uh college before we move on to the big boys uh washington state uh takes a big home win against wisconsin uh uh, Malusi uh, held to 12 carries, 50 yards, did have a touchdown, but uh, kind of shut down on the ground there. Uh, big win for Washington State. They're going to be playing with fire all year because of they got uh, the Pac-12's collapse. So uh, big ups on Washington State. And Wisconsin, I mean, they didn't look great, so – no, unfortunately, uh, this new Luke Fickle offense is exactly what Wisconsin's been doing for the last 25 years. So right now, him coming in has not brought, to me, any difference because I feel like, yeah, we, we lost to Washington State last year as well. <laughs> yep. In Camp Randall. Close game. I'm just kind of baffled. I know, I know it's going to take him some time, but I thought maybe we'd have a little bit more of uh, that passing attack and that, uh, I don't know. I just was, assu- I was assuming more, and, and then the, then when they couldn't get that run game going, it was over with. Like, it, And there was some weird calls. Like Again, the safety I did not get. We would have tied the game. That was a, that was definitely a safety, and they're like, no, it, he was tackled at the half-yard line. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> That is a tackle in the, in the end zone. But, again, that's just one play. We lost by more than that. Um, but, yeah, I just – I don't I, – it's a, kind of frustrating. I was looking forward to maybe that Luke Fickle spark happening this year, but I'm guessing we're at the wait 
a couple years down the road for that to kind of pan out. So, yeah, and we we had kind of talked about that last week too. How it's mm-hmm. going to take a little bit of time to bring his guys in and get his system in place, but uh, brighter days are ahead. I I would think it might take a little bit, but I think Wisconsin's fans should calm their horses a little bit and. I mean, Fickle is a great coach. He will. He will. Yeah. Get well, we're not team. going to a, a playoff, so that's a good. No. I mean, that's a good thing. Just keep it out of your brain. Just yeah. now, it's just got to focus on that. This new team, this new offense, this new everything. Yeah. Uh, not kind of not a shocker because we all three of us kind of thought it could happen. Uh, Alabama gets taken down at home by Texas, thirty-four to twenty-four. Texas, I think we uh, all picked it, right? We all picked Texas. So yeah, I think we all did, actually. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't think yeah. I did, but... Yeah, I I know. I just know, because I said Nick Saban, was, you know, just treated this year so much differently, and now it's kind of, it's showing, like, that the quarterbacks, like, who is the quarterback, you know? <laughs> yep. Who's going to play? Like, so, yeah, there's a lot of question marks. So, wasn't surprised, but again, yeah, winning in Tuscaloosa, Tuscaloosa is unbelievable, so... Kudos to Texas. Yeah, it it doesn't happen very often. So, mm-hmm. uh, U, uh, USC gets a, I mean, me, mediocre Stanford team, but they put up fifty six, hold them to ten. Uh, so maybe their defense is coming around a little bit. Hard to say against Stanford because again, they're not a great team. But Oregon gets a big win and at Texas Tech. Uh, Utah struggled. I I was watching that game and I could not believe that. Yeah, twenty to Baylor, who lost Baylor. to like, who lost to Texas State or something. I can't remember the loss. There's someone that's not <laughs> ranked at all. Uh, and then yeah, just almost beat Utah. I thought that was a sh- kind of a shocking game. Yeah, that was time. that was a surprise. Utah's definitely got to play better if they're gonna hang in there. Uh. Yeah. The almost upset prime time. Oh, I was I was gonna mention one game before that. Oh sure, uh, go for it. The uh, Appalachian State almost yeah. does it again. Uh, loses forty to thirty four in overtime Love to in North Carolina, but they almost pull off another big upset, and then. Uh, yeah, we'll get to the two that I was watching. Uh, we'll get to prime time in a second, but Miami taking down Texas A&M forty-eight to thirty-three. That's a big win. I I didn't think Jimbo would last through Sunday, but again, that buyout for him is incredible. And well, he still I, has to have a boxing match with Nick Saban before he leaves. So there's other <laughs> things that have to happen. <laughs> I mean, if they, if they lose again in the next four weeks, I I think he's gone. I think those boosters have enough money where they can pay that buyout. That is, that is the only reason he hasn't been fired yet. Yeah, but who they go with? That's the thing. You can fire all these guys all you want, but who is the next person? Like, I, that's the thing I don't get. Yeah, well, I, Jimbo Fisher is going to be the best quarterback, best coach that Texas A&M is ever going to get right now. So I think it's kind of funny that they're. They're gonna fire him over. Yeah, they, Miami was just a better team. It's one game. Like, I don't know. 
I mean, it's going to be – you have a tough schedule, too. I mean, you got Auburn coming up. You got Alabama coming up. It's going to be tough. So, I don't know. I understand that they want change, but you're Texas a and I'm sorry. You had you had a Johnny football, and that's about it. So, yeah, <laughs> there's nothing There's nothing to, like, get panic about and just start firing people, I think. They, I don't know. I, think, I agree with you 100%. Like, they've got Baylor syndrome, where I was just thinking this when you guys were talking about Baylor. Like, Baylor was never supposed to be good at football. They had Robert Griffin III. They got really hot, and it was awesome. And then their basketball team got hot, and all of a sudden everybody thinks Baylor's this fucking, excuse me, (laughs) Baylor's this. uh, No, it's after hours. It's fine. (laughs) Baylor is this. (laughs) (laughs) It's the after hours show, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) Baylor is this, like, you know, dynasty program. And it's no, 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 no. Baylor's not one of those that they're like a middle of the road big 12 team it's fine that's call matt rule where is he right now he's not a baylor i'll tell you that yeah texas a&m same thing like they were never supposed to be like this huge team like yeah eventually once in a while they'll get a guy like mike evans they'll get like you know johnny manzel like oh crap this guy was crazy he couldn't stop him he's this little dude just running around like crazy nobody could catch him yeah give him a heisman and then that's it. You know, like that's, that's it. Yep. That's it's all that's supposed goals. to happen. It's not Florida. It's yeah. not Alabama. Like these, like Texas almost like eats itself with all the talent that's there and all the programs. It's too many programs. It's just like yep. they can't, like Texas University, like the big one was, was the big one, but now they all just kind of eat the, eat each other and, now you even get like SMU and TCU poking their heads up, like, "Hey guys, we got some recruits." Or hey, Texas Tech. Us. I mean, there's a lot of places. That yeah. Are popping up down there. Mm-hmm. And they're all just kind of the same, like Texas football team. Like, yeah, blah. I remember Houston had a uh, couple years. Yeah. Years yes. Yeah. Back. Everybody were... I think has had a good chance out. Mm-hmm. Down there. They took that. I... I want to say I remember them taking down Oklahoma when Oklahoma was ranked in the top five a few years ago. Yeah, they were making some noise. Yeah, so, yeah I remember they even had Kevin Cobb back in the day, like slinging that, getting like five thousand yards passing or some nonsense. Like he was going crazy. Like that was a thing. Like, yeah, all those Texas schools are just the same. Yeah, kind of above so I- average college football program. Yeah. 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 All right. Um, yeah. You uh, you guys had mentioned before, uh, primetime strikes again. Mm. Uh, Nebraska comes into Colorado and uh, Colorado leaves, gives them a beatdown. Not, uh, not, not surprising the way this Nebraska team has played the last five years mm. and the way this Colorado team has started. I know they have some big games. USC, I know yeah. they, they go to. I know Utah they go to. But for now, I mean, this Colorado team and Prime are the talk of the host of the town. Uh, game day is coming in this week uh, for their showdown against Colorado State. Yeah, I feel like they're exposed this week, though. I feel like we saw that Colorado's not that good as we think they are. That's for sure. 
I don't know if you guys watched that game, but I watched it from beginning to end, and I there's a lot of holes. Uh, the quarterback, that's Theon's son, right? Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, yeah, I've never seen a man hold on to a ball longer than ever, and a quarterback is that guy. Granted, he gets away, and he did a lot against Nebraska. Um, but, yeah, when he starts playing these other big teams, <laughs> I feel like it's not going to go that way, and there's going to be a lot more. That's the other thing, too. Dion being the coach and criticizing Sun so much, I feel like it's going to be detrimental to him eventually. Um, because even, like, after that game, they, they, they pretty much blew out Nebraska, even though there's a lot of chances Nebraska had. And, they, again, they shot themselves in the foot a lot, too. Uh, their quarterback, Sims, did not have a good game. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, just him being so critic- like critical of his son, I understand it's a good thing. But, like, sometimes I'm just like, man, just take the win. Like, <laughs> you're 2-0. and You guys are averaging, like, 40-some points a game or almost 40 points a game. Like, you're on top of the world. Just ride that, man. Don't be – yeah, don't turn that on. Just go with the flow type of thing. And I just feel like – Again, we just I just I saw a lot of a lot of things were like, okay, you're not you guys are not ready. Like you guys are good, but you're just not ready uh to take that next step. So yeah, like you said, Paul, there's gonna be some tests coming up and I can't wait to see that because again, we will find out if they're for real. But I felt there's a lot of holes because again, you played a shitty, shitty Nebraska team. Again, it's it's after hours. <laughs> shitty Nebraska team. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think, Jason? Anything to add? Uh, you know, I feel like, <laughs> and this is a bit tangential, but I feel like Dion is doing that thing that I used to do when I would play the old NCAA football games, like NCAA football 2004. <coughs> and yeah, those, I would take, great like, back in the day. right? And I would take, like, a really bad team. In a yes. really good conference, like Vanderbilt. The random button, right? Do you right. remember that? The random button? Oh. You get the random button for, like, I'm not franchise, whatever they called it, but, yeah, random, and it'd be, like, Wolford. You're like, what's Wolford? Well, yep. what, what, I, that. what I would do is just go to, like, the best conferences. i go to, like, the SEC or, like, even oh, the ACC yeah, yeah, yeah. and take, like, Georgia Tech or Vanderbilt or or – you know, go to the Big Ten. And, yeah, go to the Big Ten and take like Northwestern. Take Rutgers. Yeah, and then just like win the championship on the first <laughs> season because like I'm playing all the games and I'm just like intercepting and every number ball. Number one recruiting class. Just, and... Right. It's just like I just come out and dominate this game for like a season. Like ah, screw you, Nick Saban. I'm taking all your players <laughs> from Alabama from yeah. while I'm in. Illinois, State University, right? And I just like can just crush this game for a season out of nowhere. And if you think about it, if that happened, like that's kind of what Dion's doing right now. Like he just went to like a terrible football, like not a terrible football program, but like a football program in shambles. And just kind of went there and been like, okay, I brought my guys in. We're going to play some ball now. And goes out and beats the team that was in the national championship game last year. And then goes out and beats a longtime rival college. Like, is he is he doing an NCAA football 2004? 
2023. Yeah, I guess NCAA football 2023. And see, we don't. We can't get our hands on that version, so you might be right. He might have the only version that he's playing <laughs> yeah. in front of us right now. I think that's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's... I think you're right, though. Maybe he's he's controlling that whole narrative, and that this is going to be the one. This could be the one year that he does that. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm taking this shitty team, and I'm going to bring them to the top, and watch me every week. Yeah, watch me, and then win a national championship. As the Colorado Buffaloes, who went one yep. and twelve last year, or whatever it was, just yeah, something like that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the hype tra- the hype train has left the station. It, it's it's not slowing down mm-hmm. anytime soon. So, well, if they lose a yeah, if they lose a game, it'll, that's will slow it down. But we'll see if that happens. I don't. I yeah. mean, this rival this rivalry game is not going to be a competition. And, and if it is, and if it is, then that's a big problem. <laughs> and I so. think even if he does lose a even even if the Colorado does lose a game, it matters who it lo- who they lose to. You know, if they lose to USC, mm-hmm. you know, hey, they got Caleb Williams. They got you know like. It. There's certain yep. games that, like, if they good lose game. that game, that would almost be a good loss <laughs> in a way because it's like, okay, there's still the Colorado Buffaloes, but like, hey, that was a good team they lost to, and you know, I don't and know. We got next year, exactly, or whatever it might be. Yeah. yeah. The the one the one so we had we had talked about him kind of going in and just. Purging this uh, transfer portal. The one thing I do think that he is setting up is there's going to be high school kids that are going to see Colorado on TV. They're going to see Prime on the sideline. And that's going to be intriguing for a lot of these high school kids. It's not going to be just transferred that he's going to bring in, be bringing in next year. I don't, I don't think. I don't. I think there's going to be a lot of high school kids that are going to be very intrigued by the situation and think long and hard about going to Colorado. And I think that's the one thing that he is setting up. Yeah, you're probably right. We'll see. We, this this season will tell that whole story, that whole yeah. narrative for sure. All right. Uh, quickly looking down the list of games, there's no ranked against ranked matchup. For this week three, a couple to keep an eye on. Uh, Tennessee goes to Florida, traditional rivalry. That's usually a fun game. Uh, Wisconsin brings in uh, Georgia Southern, Mm. who my cousin and his family are actually going to because his wife actually went to Georgia Southern. So, okay. That'll be fun for them. Well, and now then... I know who to blame, Polly. Yeah, that'll be <laughs> fun for them goes. and no one else. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm And happy. then, uh, like we mentioned, 9 o'clock primetime on ESPN. Uh, if you want to check out uh, the Prime Show against Colorado State, you can. Uh, and there's lots and lots of football on on Saturday, but no so really – ranked matchups to really talk about. So uh, we have to get to 
Oh man, uh, let's just big, do it. Big show. Just get yeah. to it. Just tear the band-aid off while all right, get right into it. it. Do it. All right. Um, so Monday night we had the very, very hyped matchup of the Bills against the Jets in Aaron Rodgers' New York debut. Suffice to say, it did not go well. Uh, Aaron Rodgers tears his ACL four plays into the game. He was 0 for 1 in his uh, Jets debut season and will not be adding to that. Uh, Jets but he still it. had a better quarterback rating than Daniel Jones. I don't know if you guys saw that, but just look at that. Did he really? Move on. Yes, move on. Oh my I saw God. that stat today. It's like it's in like point something, you know. Like, it's like that's they're both at eight, but it's like he. I don't know how it's even possible, but he had a better rating than Daniel Jones playing a whole game. Oh my so God. that's kind of a again talks about. We'll talk about the Giants soon, mm-hmm. but that yes. will reflect that. Uh, the Jets <laughs> did end up winning the game twenty-two to sixteen in overtime, on... which is nuts. Have you ever? Right? Seen, have you guys ever seen a walk-off uh, punt return before? Yes. Yes. Have you? Okay. Uh, Deshaun Jackson. Yes. Oh yes. Tom Coughlin right. yelling at mm-hmm. him not to kick it to him, and then, yep. and then he right kicks away. it right to him. That's right. I do remember. But he that fumbled. One. It was amazing. Like, oh wait, wait, what are going to just? It was. It was that down. was the cra- one right of the craziest things I've ever seen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was right up there with the, uh, what is it, the Iron Ball? Yes. Where, uh, yeah. Uh, back the to win it. The kick yep, six. The that kick was, six. That yep. might be the craziest thing I've ever seen. But. Yes. Anyway. Uh, but, yeah, Aaron Rodgers goes down for the season. Uh, Jets are. They say they're sticking with Zach Wilson, but I does anyone actually believe that? That I mean, they now, might give him they a got? few weeks, TB but... TB twelve. No, Tom Brady's not coming back. <laughs> Don't no, no, no. He's not doing. You that. know how much money the Jets can offer for one year, James? Do you know how much money Fox is giving Tom Brady to just do nothing? Yeah, that, but like, but it's foot, but it's football, Jason. It's football. But his contract is still gonna be there with Fox, dude. No, no Tom Brady would be the dumbest asshole ever. There's no way Tom Brady is playing football. Why? Again. That There's is why no Tom why. Brady will be playing for the Jets, <laughs> Jason. You just explained it to yourself. No, he okay, yeah. and and I okay, and. On that note, he's not going to, but it'd be funny if that happened. If Tom Brady was going to come back, it would be, it would never be for the Jets. That would be the one team I would think that Tom Brady would never, ever, ever. They're trading Mac Jones to the Jets. Wouldn't that be a Brady thing? No, Mm -hmm. absolutely not. If he came back and played for the Dolphins, sure. Like, if he came back and played for the Bills, it would be weird. But like, okay, that no, that I I can't, actually can't see him playing for the Bills. But that that would be weird. But like, the Jets, even he knows that that franchise is trash. Like, sorry, the Jets suck. Well, maybe he and wants to always get, like uh, maybe he wants to Joe in, like, Namath surgery did some, or something. Joe Namath did some shit back in the '60s 
and ruined that franchise. He sold the future of that franchise for that Super Bowl guarantee. He did it somehow. I don't know what he did, but he did it. Well, he's like, he's holding it onto it. Like, you know, it's like kind of like when he passes away, he's like, all right, I've released it. And then all of a sudden, like, boom. Jets the Jets dominate. will just win like six yeah. Super Bowls in a it's row as call, soon as Joe Namath dies. The National oh, Jets no. League. It's going to be called the National Jets League. <laughs> oh, no. Make my words. Oh, no. <laughs> All right. So uh, get, getting on with this. Uh, yeah, sorry. We, yeah. yeah. Uh, just qu- quickly, we had kind of talked about this, but we wanted to share it with you guys. Uh, we each had our own feeling. Jason, do you want to start? What was your thought when you first saw that? Well, I just uh, like it, it was like I, I couldn't tell because they didn't have that slow-mo like zoom in shot of his literally his Achilles, you know, tearing. They didn't have that at the time. I was just like, this the way his foot was bent. I'm like, it looks like an Achilles. Like, he either, like, broke something in his foot, maybe, you know, by, like, up his toes or something, or he's just, like, his Achilles just, like, took a shit. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, yeah, then, yeah, sure enough, next morning, Achilles, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what it looked like. Like, if you were, I, I, I hate to say this, but like, if he were a younger man, perhaps he could, his Achilles could have taken the weight of a 270 pound man swinging from his hips while he's trying to move in the other direction. But by God, Aaron Rodgers is 40 years old. I'm 43, and like I couldn't imagine. <laughs> like if I were younger, sure. Like I'd shake that guy, you know. I'd just like give him the old zoop zoop with the hips, and he'd be gone. But whew, I don't know, so, man. Uh, I don't ben, know, Ben. What what was your initial thought? Yeah, I know we all kind of had something thought something similar, but yeah, like I said, I wasn't actually watching it because I was watching the Brewer game, and that um. My phone just lit up, you know, like, I think I told you one of my, one of my good friends said something like, um, oh shit, is he hurt? And I'm like, wait a minute, it's not the, not the game I'm watching. It has to be the, <laughs> the Jets bills. And there's only one person he's talking about. And then my, you know, and then it's just like text, 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 text. And then, yep. So I turned it on and I was like, I watched it. And at first I watched it the first time. I'm like, he barely kind of got touched. Like what happened? Like, it doesn't make sense. And then. Yeah, eventually we saw that angle where you can literally see his Achilles. I use the word pop, um, and you're like, "Yeah, that's that's it. That's why he literally stood up, which I believe he stood up and then sat right back down." Because, oh my God, it's, it's I just couldn't believe it. Like, uh, again, the whole drama, this whole season of him coming there and you know bringing all these people in and bringing hope to the Jets finally that this is going to be, you know, Broadway Joe in, in, in number eight fashion and then just goes down and and doesn't come back. But the crazy is still – it's crazy still, but I think another crazy part is the Bills losing and Josh Allen looking just terrible. Horrible. Terrible. Yes. Like, 
just terrible. And I was just like, oh, my God. Like, because I didn't, I, again, when he went down, again, I was watching the Brewer game. When he went down, I didn't even watch any more of the game. Like, Zach Wilson, I didn't watch Zach Wilson. Yeah. Why am I putting myself through that? But, again, also, I was like, wait, they won in overtime? Again, on a punt. But unbelievable. I'm like, the Bills should be really scratching their heads. There's a lot of questions there right now. Like, what is going on with Josh Allen, who's – who again? This should be his division right now, that or not his division, but with the with the Dolphins, we'll get to them. Yeah. Um, but again, top yeah. two teams right there, but not anymore. It's like it's the Dolphins clearly because the Jets are done, and the Bills have so many questions. So yeah, it was just shocking. All shocking. That whole game was just very shocking. Yeah, I I think I watched the rest of the first quarter and then I turned it off because I I didn't think it was going to be a game and then I. So it was the Jets won in overtime, and I was just as stunned as I think everyone was. Uh, my initial thought was kind of the same as you, Ben. When I when I saw him uh, stand up and then sit down again, I, I knew there was something wrong, and then they brought the card out, and I thought, oh, man. Uh, the boot, too. <laughs> the, yes. Uh, like, oh, my God, you're in a boot already? So very quickly going on their horn, Jason, do you think he plays another NFL stamp? Uh, oh, man, probably. Yeah. Ben? Yeah. I mean, if he, if he, like, if they say you can still play, I mean, it'll take time, but you can play again. Yes. If he can't physically, then no. But yes, if he, if they're like, you can go out there and play, he will for sure not go out like this. <laughs> I, I I, te- I tend to agree with that. My initial thought was, I thought, well, the way he thought, the way he considered retirement this year, I wasn't sure. And then I thought about it for a second. I was, There's no way that competitive of an athlete wants to go out like that. So I, I agree. I think we will see him again. It's not going to be this year. But, but what a... No. That might be for next year too. He's old, so it might take a little bit longer than yeah. even next year too. We'll see. All right. Or so, he might be done. <laughs> yeah. There's so many questions with, I mean, both the Jets and the Bills. All right. So we start in the bottom. We usually start from the top. Let's go up top. Uh, Thursday night, the Lions got a big win against the defending champs, uh, Chiefs. Again, uh, Travis Kelsey was not playing in that game, but uh, Jared Goff, 253 yards, a touchdown. They did just enough to pull out a victory in Arrowhead, which, again, is not an easy thing to do. Uh, I've been saying for a couple months now that I think the Lions are going to win the NFC North. Uh, what did you see from the Lions and the Chiefs? Uh, start with you, Ben. Um, I saw honestly a Detroit Lions team that squeaked one out. I didn't. <laughs> I honestly didn't think. I, I mean, Jared Goff, yes, he 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 did what he had to do. No interceptions. Um, that was a big question mark for me. But I just felt like you had a very depleted Kansas City team. Um, that. The drops that happened 
on offense and the tips that were like interceptions and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like it's just not going to happen down the road. And I just feel like the, the lines are still good. Don't get me wrong, but I didn't feel like it was a, a big enough win like everybody else, if that makes any sense. Um, I feel like it's opening night. They didn't have their best player out there or one of their best players, Travis Kelsey, which is a big, you know, huge thing. Yeah, you had Chris Jones sitting in a like a box upstairs that watching them that getting beat. Strange. Which again, if he's down there, that game changes a lot too. So and again, he will be on I feel the field for them this week for the rest so. of the year now. So yeah. if he stays healthy, so yeah, so I feel like yeah, Detroit got a big win, but I didn't think I don't think it's as big as we all or a lot of people think it is because. I think they they got lucky. If that happened again down the road, I feel like it's going to be a lot different. What do you feel like, Jason? Yeah, I I feel the same way. I feel like uh, it was more about Kansas City losing the game than it was about Detroit winning the game. Yeah. The fourth down, like, in the second series, too, I felt like, great, you got it, but, like, I felt that was very desperate already. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I felt like, I don't know. It was it was a good play. It worked. Are you, are you talking about like, the, the call in the first quarter? Yeah, the second their second yeah. series in the first quarter. It was I, like, I loved it. I I thought Dan Campbell. I like I, I, li- I think I Dan Campbell's it. gonna coach like that all year, and I love that. He, I, he probably will. He probably will. But again, I just felt like okay. I just felt like it's it's too early for something like that. It, it worked. Don't get me wrong, but I was just like you know like it's on national TV and maybe that's Dan Campbell football, but. I don't know. It, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way that I was just like, eh, you, I hope you win this game. And they barely did, which they did. But it's just like, I don't know. Again, there's – if that happened down the road, like, <laughs> say if it was a Super Bowl matchup, it won't be, uh, by the way. But if it – I mean, I think, like, it would be just – it'd be lopsided. Kansas City would just come out there and dominate because they have all their pieces that they're supposed to have to start the season. So, but, yeah, game one. There's yep. so many left to go. All right, uh, going down the list, uh, we're going to save. Actually, let's just get to it right now. Uh, Packers get a 38-20 uh, victory against the Bears in Chicago. Uh, Jordan Loves looked, uh, v- I-, I thought he looked very good. Uh, 245 yards, three touchdowns, uh, no picks. Aaron Jones had a couple big receptions. I know he's hamstring, I think, is what they're saying. right now, yep. Uh, so that's not good, especially if Christian Watson's out for another couple of weeks. But He was uh, uh, on the field, I think, today. Or he was in the – he was uh, – there's something going on today. Uh, okay. He was more than, like, going closer to playing than anything else. So Okay, that's, we'll that's good. Yeah, I felt uh, like I'm hoping we can do a swap out. <laughs> yeah. If if he has to, if Jones has to be out, we'll put Watson there. But, uh, but Bears fans, after all season of uh, chirping, uh, showed they're the same old Bears team. Uh, Packers own still own Chicago in Chicago, and uh, Aaron Rodgers just passed ownership to Jordan Love. It sounds like it happened. <laughs> Like when you buy a car, the pink slip. You're like, here you go, buddy. <laughs> That's great. It's like it's it's gonna run like shit, but you know, <laughs> <be> fine. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, it's funny how much tripping and I mean, not just Bears fans, the whole fucking nation was talking about like, you know, sports writers stuff. Uh, I saw so many people pick the Bears to win that game, you know, like across the board, Fox, CBS, everybody like it was Bears, 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 Bears. And I'm like, what were you guys watching? They're three and 14 last year. Dude. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> DJ Moore is not reinventing the team. Are you are you guys crazy? And then all of a sudden, just reality hit. And, again, it was scary that first half. We were very close at halftime. But then all of a sudden, it was just like, just turn on the Jets. And then all of a sudden, like, it was like someone hit a button on Justin Fields. Like, I forgot how to play football. And then, like, if he can't play football, you guys are all just screwed. Right? <laughs> and, it, and it showed so much. So, yeah, it was um, it was a very surprising thing for the Packers. I loved it. I, I, I honestly was waiting for just that one, like, ah, moment because – you got Jordan Love in there and the youngest team in the NFL. Like, yep. but no, it was it was it was impressive to watch and uh, and yeah, it just kind of showed the world that like yeah, the Packers scored points, but it was on the terrible, terrible Bears. So mm. we'll have to wait till the next game to see really what happens. But yeah, yeah I was I was uh, it was a fun game for a Packer fan like me to watch because yeah. there's a lot of promising future there. So, J- Jason. Uh, quickly, what did you think of Love's play? I, I thought he looked great. I thought, uh, particularly on that, I forget it who it was too, but that back shoulder throw on that touchdown. Well, Dobbs scored all the touchdowns. Yeah. Or, oh, not Dobbs, two out of three, but yeah, that back shoulder was oh, very. Dude, it was very awesome. Roger vintage. Yeah, it was like just yes. vin- actually, you know, I love that. I didn't think of it that way. It's very vintage Green Bay quarterback because kind of Favre threw the same kind of passes. Like mm-hmm. Favre, Rodgers, they all threw that real easy, like, overhand. Even Jordan Love had some jump throws, th- you know, like very errant. So mm-hmm. I was like, there's a lot of – he watched He watched it for three years. It makes sense. Yep. You can see it. But, yeah, no, that pass was just beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that was like, okay, this kid's got it. And then just the way yep. he's over on the sideline, just like, yeah, what's up? Doing his little handshakes with everybody, no like he's just like, dude, that guy's doing my job. That guy's ice cold, man. That's just, yep. ooh, I, I like tall that. And confident in the pocket. I like that. Like, I think yeah. he's gonna be just fine. He's gonna be mm-hmm. just fine. Yeah, I, I was very impressed by what I saw. All right, so I know we're running a little long here, so we're gonna kind of speed this up a little bit. Uh. Browns 24, Bengals 3, Joe Burrow. I know it was a monsoon out there, but Burrow did not look good at all. Yeah. Uh, If you're going to get paid, you better play like it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. When Deshaun Watson's a passing leader at 154, (laughs) something is wrong with Joe Burrow. Yes. And again, it's only week one. It was a monsoon. And it's gross. And the Bengals line hasn't been good. So. And they, no, they, since they, forever. Since ever. Yeah, exactly. Yep. 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 Uh, Buccaneers go into Minnesota, get a 20 to 17 victory. Uh, Cousins, 344, two touchdowns, one interception, but, and Jefferson kind of ran wild. But again, doesn't matter. That, mm-hmm. that luck that they had last yeah, year. play I, to I, win I the game. Mm hmm. Uh, Niners looked really good against the Steelers in Pittsburgh, 30-17. to 17. Brock Purdy oh, yeah. coming off injury, throws two touchdowns. Uh, God, 
the Niners have a lot of skill on that offense mm-hmm. and defense, but oh, that offense yep. could be tough to stop. And if Purdy can just keep playing within the offense like that, that's all you need to do. Do not go out of that bubble. Mm-hmm. Or it's yep. gonna be bad. Yep. Stay in your zone. And they'll be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raiders get a 17 to 16, very ugly <laughs> win. Puke, Puke City. Oh, oh God. God. They should have just been like, you both get losses. We're going to next week. Sorry. Because <laughs> those teams, those teams yeah. will be fighting for the bottom of the AFC West for sure. Yes. And by fighting, it'll be like, who's getting the number one draft pick? You, me, me, you, me, you. Yeah, that's going to be bad. Yeah. Uh, Rams go into Seattle, get a 30 to 13 victory. Uh, Stafford looked rejuvenated. Uh, well, yeah, he's not injured. Well, he plays great when he's yeah. not injured. That's true. Yeah. He's just injured like 40 to 40% of the time. Exactly. Which doesn't sound like a lot because it's less than half, but dude, 40% is a shit ton of the time. Yep. Uh, yeah, but uh, like Geno Smith, you know, like he had 112 passing yards. Like that again. That that was the thing we talked about earlier in the year. It, my concern was we had one good year, Geno Smith. Are we getting another one? Yeah. Or was that the year? And that, I, I thought for sure I had the, the Seahawks beating the Rams by far before that mm-hmm. game happened. And then I saw the highlights. I'm like, wait a minute, what is going on? I still have faith. And, in yeah, Gino. it was a shock. I still believe in Geno. Well, I mean, it was a 13-7 right. uh, Seahawks lead at halftime, and then, yeah. and then they get shut out and turned on. go crazy. So. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Cowboys blow. Yeah. Uh, 40 to nothing. Do we even have to joke. anything about that Dude. game? No, just move on because yeah. uh, that that's like the most embarrassing thing of all time in my mind. Are you, I, Jack I cannot... Prescott only had a f- 143 yards? Are you he kidding had, me? And no touchdowns, right? No. You didn't need so, him. Again, you didn't even need him. Again, and people are like, I, I heard yesterday that uh, Jerry Jones on his podcast is like, Jack Prescott is the best leader the Cowboys <laughs> have ever had in the history of their franchise. Oh my God. And, pro- and they're like, might, wait. I mean, maybe. The guy went out there and did 144 yards in the first game of the season, and now you're praising him as the best leader? He didn't do anything. Well, leader was, is got, different than, like, best player, you know. Yeah, I don't think he was out there and being like, all right, you go block that field going. Maybe he was. Maybe that's that's what they don't <laughs> Jerry, show you. Jerry Jones probably has a chip in him. And he's like, I know all his thoughts. I know exactly. Yeah, so maybe he does know. But yeah. I just thought it was so funny. I was like, he didn't. He was the worst performer pretty much out there out of everybody. And you're like, he's the best leader we ever had. And I'm like, okay, Jerry, at least you're consistent with your, with your comments of craziness. But. Well, I mean, this this is a team that had Roger Staubach and Tom Landry. So, I mean. Troy Aikman. There's a lot of people yeah. who I feel like <laughs> might be better leaders up into this part in whoa, Dexter, whoa, guys, I don't know. Guys, obviously the best leader the, 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 the Cowboys have ever had was Tony Romo. Roni Tomo? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Love me some Tony yeah. Romo, man. Hey, just right. watch CBS on Sundays. You'll get all the time you want. <laughs> and then some. 
Love it. All right. There's a few other results that we don't <laughs> have, really have to mention here. Uh, uh, no, there's one we maybe do have one. To was there's one. There's the a big one. Fun, the most fun game of the se- uh, season so far, week one. Uh, Jason's Dolphins Ooh. get a big win, 36 to 34 against the Chargers in an absolute shootout. Dude, that game was awesome. Uh, two of 466 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, Tyree Kill was unguardable. Dude, he, he's uh, going Jason, to be that a was, dude. That Jason, is just, just what. What were your thoughts? I mean, two is so accurate, dude. Man, that guy could put a ball anywhere. That, uh, that man. He doesn't, wait, wait, wait. No, no. He doesn't even need to. He has to throw it somewhere 70 yards down the, the fucking the, the whole he, field, and Tyreek will get there. He might take a break and get, like, a drink or eat some food or, like, call his mom or something, but he'll yeah. get there before everyone else and catch it. So, like, he's accurate, but there's times where he's just be like, hike. Yeah, because I saw all the footage of Tyreek within two yards is already five yards in front of the defender in that game. And it's just, it was unbelievable yeah. how, un, how open he can get. And yes, there's accuracy, but there's a lot of times where you can just, he's such a weapon. You just whip it. Well, dude, whip it and he'll catch it. Cause he's so far ahead of everybody. As my counter argument, I would present uh, the following nights exhibit a Josh Allen, like, overthrowing dudes by like 10 yards <laughs> and like just absolutely <laughs> crapping the bed like dude oh yeah uh garbage Tua was just i don't know he, i remember seeing a video you know how like uh left he's playing the always... perfect city in america grant besides playing no. in slopville miami is not I'm... the most perfect city no no he, he was playing in san diego correct who was at the time? Oh, was that a home game for the Detroit? LA, actually, or LA, same oh, yeah. damn thing. But yeah, so like I was saying, like he was in the perfect condition, so that ball just was, you know, like that helps too. Is just have that beautiful well, California. Oh yeah, air and beautiful day. Yeah, he's out there slinging it, dude. I Whew. you know how lefties always seem to look strange. Like if you watch Steve Young throw or you watch Michael Vick throw, they kind of look funny when they throw. Yeah. I like, love Canada. I throw funny. I get it. Yeah, no. I yeah, exactly. I saw no, I a video of somebody actually just reversed the the tape on Tua, and it just yeah. it looks just like he's right-handed. Like, if you reverse the tape on, like, a Steve Young or, like, a Michael Vick, they still look funny when they're throwing it. It just looks like a right-handed person throwing funny. But, like, (laughs) it just (laughs) – but they reverse the video on, like, a Tua, and it looks just like a right-handed dude out there slinging it. Like, dude, he's – if he can keep his head from, like – if he, you know, keep his brain safe and learn how He'll to be fall, fine. he and... can ninja flip out of any fall now. He's, yeah. if anything, he's gonna like do like hike and then like ninja flip backwards, fall like and do like a flip up and then whip it and mm-hmm. be just as accurate. Like he's gonna be, I think he's gonna be fine. I think, I think every quarterback should probably went to, gone yeah, through what he went absolutely. through. Absolutely, as, as that. in the training, because why would you not want to know how to fall? Exactly. I mean, everyone else figures that help why, why aren't you guys mm-hmm. so, yeah 
Yeah, and I like, uh, and if they get Jalen Ramsey back this season and get him at all near full strength, like games like that against the Chargers aren't going to be that close. They're not going to win 37-36. They're going to win 37-27. You know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. the Dolphins are a legit threat. And if the but Bills want to the keep Chargers, playing like crap, yeah, they were in there the whole time. I that's mean, true. Was, that was that was at least I felt like these are two again the fifth pick and the sixth pick of the draft a couple of years ago. You know, there's 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 something where they're there. You know, mm-hmm. like yeah. they're the future of our league. So that was that was cool to see that. Like, nope, these guys are balling. So I'm glad that you know when the old guys are gone, we do got some really young, good young talent out there for quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, so I think we wrapped up week one pretty uh, yeah. well and thoroughly. Uh, moving on to week two, just looking down the list, I mean, on paper there's some Vikings-Eagles could be fun. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh, for Thursday Night Football, Ravens-Bengals, again, on paper should be fun. Seahawks-Lions, uh, Chargers-Titans. Uh, Chiefs Jaguars uh, rematch of the playoff game last year. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. You're all just waiting for Sunday night football. <laughs> Dolphins <laughs> going up to Boston to play I mean, the Patriots. Look, 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 looking at it, I mean, Jets Cowboys could have been fun, <laughs> but. Yeah, I mean, on paper, that's probably the... It could be still, because I'm yeah. hoping that we just saw the, the Cowboys' pinnacle, and then this week, they get all the way, <laughs> all the way back down there. <laughs> We're like, oh, shit, Zach Wilson just beat us in Arlington. <laughs> what just happened? No, that's what I'm for. the Cowboys can win that game. Like, can, can you imagine Stephen A on first take after, if that happened? Oh, he doesn't have any confidence in the Cowboys still. So yes, he 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 won't be surprised at all. He'll be. I guarantee he's probably calling that right now. It's probably like, who cares? This one game. The Giants are the worst team out there. He'll probably say. He's probably saying the Jets beat him, and then yeah, Jerry Jones is just like Zach Wilson's the greatest leader I've ever seen in my entire life <laughs> on any team ever and ever any football ever. Oh God. Yep. All right, but yeah, on paper, <laughs> Dolphins, Dolphins, Patriots. Yeah, dude. I mean, mm-hmm. but yeah, uh, just kind of a weak slate for. I mean, again, we're very early in the season. There was some surprise results. Teams are going to get better. Uh, the cream will rise to the top, but on paper, kind of a weak. Yeah, I mean you're gonna have these, right? Not it's every can be bangers. Like oh, you get I everyone's still gonna watch, yeah. But... As long as you get like a few games like Vikings at Eagles is at least interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah. Packers at Falcons is interesting to like you guys. For sure. But like to the country who gives a shit, you know. No, I think like, it's interesting the country too, because it again it's two teams that are pretty much unknown. What's gonna happen week two? Yeah, so there's something there I feel I, like that. Yeah, like, okay. What's I guess going I could on? See that. Like, you know, Desmond Ritter and Bijan 
or yeah, Bijan Robinson, you know, versus Jordan Love and his group of guys. I think that's pretty intriguing for yeah. the nation because who are these people? Fair enough. <laughs> what are they gonna do? Fair enough. I think Chiefs. And they're one at, and zero. So yeah, that yeah, truth. They're both uh, undefeated. Yeah. Uh, Chiefs and Jaguars, I think, is also interesting. But like, yeah, I see what you mean by like a weak slate. There's no like sexy matchups except for maybe you know Dolphins Patriots because it's a traditional division matchup yep. on Sunday night. Yep. All right. Uh, so yeah, that was your uh, football wrap up for week one and uh, week two for college. Uh, anything else we gotta mention before we sign off, guys? I mean, for me, we're like in the pinnacle of the best sports time. <laughs> you know, another month we'll get basketball in there too, which will be great as well. So yeah. we got playoff baseball coming up. In <laughs> so yeah, about two weeks, three weeks roughly. Three, yeah, three weeks away. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. So I don't know. Just for me, it's like the greatest time in sports. So yeah, dude. Oh, super I, excited. I, I, October is absolutely the best month of the sports calendar. I mean, you can people debate April or October. For me, it's October. So, yeah, I agree. All right. Um, yeah, I think we're going to sign off. Uh, Jason, do you want to sign us off for us? I would love to, Wally. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in and listening to us. Don't forget to check us out at walnutsportsnetwork.com. Go to the shop. Get yourself a nice hoodie or a hat. And if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or corrections, just hit us up on uh, Twitter or X. I don't know what to call it anymore. But we're at WSN Weekly. Thank you, everybody, and have a good night. Good night, guys. Take care, everybody.